This holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org slash holiday. That's childrensnational.org slash holiday. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with carrier. Products sold separately. Behind you, good times lie ahead with company worth keeping that a bash a smile in your head. Come on in, the doors open, you'll find just the finest folks here. Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and let our stories your ear. Cause we're the talk, talk, talk to the tavern. Here you're always welcome. The talk, talk, talk to the tavern. Promising beer and bed love. The talk, talk, talk to the tavern. Madison, then some to talk, talk, talk to the tavern. The song's over. Here we come. Welcome to the tavern. We'll get to the topic and discussion in just a moment. Just want to let everybody know this is an adult show with adult topics, adult humor, and in other words, uh, we drink, we smoke, we swear, and we laugh at things we probably shouldn't, but we do it together. For those listening to the podcast, we record the podcast on our live stream at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk and have a live interactive chat audience. You might hear the sound of the bell, and that means I want to interrupt somebody to read a question or comment. For those on the live stream, we won't read off everything you put in chat, but we'll try to get to the most relevant or the most amusing, but hopefully some combination of the both. Now, while we introduce ourselves, go ahead and let us know what your vices are tonight. Okay, and I am Travis Sivart, host and author. You can find my stuff by searching for me in uh, various pubs and taverns across the world. Um, my vice is tonight... Everybody this <laughs> Well, yes. Oh, wait, I, I wouldn't do a toast yet, but uh, I was uh, drinking my vice of Jameson Stout, and I have a nice medium-bodied cigar with a bit of a peppery aftertaste. Andrea, care to introduce yourself? Eating a cookie. Okay. What kind of cookie? Andrea, the chat here. So this is a Kentucky Fried Chicken Colonel's chocolate cookie or Colonial's chocolate chicken. Was it made in an air fryer? Mm, uh, made with real Colonial Colonel's. Hmm. Weird bird. <laughs> what about you, Oh, hey everybody, I'm in and. Uh, about 30 years ago, you can find my stuff in various taverns and bars around the world, too, but I found down in all the caves, so I'm just in tonight. Oh, very good. Okay, so uh, tonight's topic, and I don't see anybody through their vices in the chat, so we'll move forward from there. I want to talk about... Oh, opening toast, opening toast. Okay, uh... To go with our topic, we'll do the two toasts as normal. One from Cogsley, our, our 
Roombot. <laughs> He's a robot. See, Andrew, you got a robot now. Um, and then we'll do this one also. Here's to enjoying life and the holidays for the right reasons. There we go. Wordwin has some ginger orange pineapple rice, and Jewel has a Chick-fil-A sandwich and berry-flavored water. It's very good. Now, let's get a toast. There we go. Quote number one. If you're always waiting to live your life, then you're going to die before it starts. And that's from Doug the Zamboni Driver via Ralph Dibney, a.k.a. The Elongated Man, in Flash Season 5, Episode 12, Memorabilia. <laughs> the accreditation is longer than the damn quote. But yeah, if you're always waiting to live your life, you're going to die before it starts. Okay. Now, this concept is something I came up with today as I was listening to people cherish the holiday that just passed. And they were talking about what they do, what they meant. And I thought, you know, as I get older, it's, it's not the holiday that it's important. It's who I'm around. It's who I'm with. And then I realized it's always been that way for me. As we were discussing it pre-show, we kind of went, wait, this is how it's always been. So I kind of want to shift this to what people aren't seeming to understand. It's And why some of us are just bitter about whether it's family-related holidays or Valentine's Day or nobody's upset with Groundhog's Day because that's just a great holiday. Um so, yeah, for me, when I when I hear, I heard somebody talk about, at some point in time in the past, a religious holiday. And one person asked the other, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, we're going to church and we're going to do the, you know, whatever. And they're like, yeah. But then all those other people show up. They only show up for this holiday. And it's like just hypocritical and they shouldn't even come to church. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> did, did somebody just miss the point of, and I'm not a church-going fellow, but feels like they missed the point of church, <laughs> let alone the point of a holiday to bring people together. What about you guys? You guys ever run across this type of stuff where you're just like, you're the reason I hate holidays? Either of you. Well, Go ahead, Ed. Commercialism? Yeah, for me it's the commercialism. It seems like, I don't know, maybe it was when I was a kid, I just didn't notice, but it seems like as I got older, holidays got more and more and more and more commercialized. You know, because much like you, as a kid and young, it was the getting together with family and friends cooking and drinking and sneaking my mom's scotch out of her glass and, you know, and her whiskey and her, whiskey and her and cocaine her. and her hooker maybe that's yeah. just my mom I don't know yeah, maybe <clears throat> how she kept a hooker in her purse I'll never figure out mm. so yeah it's also 
So what do you think of the Christmas books we get now that are just all toys with check marks? So you can actually just hand your parents a book with a full list of what you want. Well, see, that's been around for a while. But Toys R Us, I think, is gone. Is it Toys R Us gone now? They're gone. Those people are back. They're gone. Yeah, that, that, I remember that as a kid. We never afford any of it. We never got any of it. I loved that giant toy book. Did they and have that when you were a kid? The, the wish book, the Sears and the Gumball Wars wish book, yeah. they, they were around for quite some time. See, I just remember the extra thick Sears catalog, but you had a thicker toy section in it. Oh, my God. Do you remember shopping for toys at Sears? It was, like, nowhere near the selection you can get at an actual, like, KB Toy Store, Lionel Play World, or Toys R Us, but you were still so excited. Hell, as a kid, just looking forward to getting the damn wish book made the holiday because I knew I wasn't going to get a damn thing in it anyway. Right. But, hey, I can drool. It was like a, a child's porn book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a... Well, how about this? When you're in a retail outlet of any sort during a holiday and there's a certain type of customer in there, you know the type I'm talking about, Ed? Go on. Oh, no. I'd rather pass this off to somebody else right now. I, I don't know what particular type. It, it just sparked a memory because I used to work retail around holidays way, way back in the day. I can remember working at Christmas Eve, and it's like every fifth customer was like, it's a shame you got to work on Christmas Eve. You should be enjoying this with your family. And I just wanted to say... You dumb motherfucker. If you weren't in here spending your money, guess what? This store wouldn't open and I'd be home enjoying the holiday with my family. That's the whole philosophy of people who are tired with commercialism. And we hear so many people complain about it, but they still went out and bought that box of chocolates or that Easter basket that was pre-made or that cute whatever for St. Patrick's Day. If you don't want the holidays to be as commercialized, quit buying the shit and refocus on what you want it to be about and that can change they'll try to make you buy other things instead including holiday music and there was a couple of things here with holiday music blasting in every retail store starting in October and I'd say that's going nowhere what Andrea? not every retail store Target does not play it I'm so thankful. It's true. It's true. So I think, again, in other episodes, we've talked about the vocal minority and the silent majority. And I think it's the vocal minority that is ruining it for us. Yes, Andrea? Finish your thought. That was it. I was on the last word. Ruining it for us. Um... I'm not saying anybody's ruining, ruining, ruining or messing up the holidays for me. Because I don't mind the holidays and working. I like the money. And my philosophy is, I don't celebrate this. Let me work your shift and make that money so you can go spend time with the people that you put about all the time.
So do you find your attitude changing as you get older? No, I still don't like any Well, my, my, my biggest problem is, okay, I don't have a problem with how people celebrate or what they believe in any of that stuff. Don't make me do it. Like, as a child, I was terrified of this old guy coming into my house when I was sleeping and he's going to give me presents. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep. I had such anxiety during the Christmas time. Oh, and you're talking about Christmas, not just like your father or something, <laughs> your uncle. That's called, that's called home invasion, you know. It is. <laughs> we allow that home invasion, you know. Now, I would leave carrots out for the reindeer because I felt bad for them because they were forced to work and do this in I was a child. Um, but that concept scared me, and the, the Easter rabbit and the pictures and the things, now it amuses me as an adult. Because we'll go take pictures with Dan and stuff dressed up. But I never told my child, hey, this old guy's going to come in the house and give me presents for this holiday. Because it freaked me out as a kid and I didn't want to do that. But I also told him, hey, a lot of people believe this. Don't ruin it for them. But now it's, I don't know how I feel about having me tell other people's kids I don't. See, flipping the whole conversation away from the commercialism and the holiday semantics, a lot of people get together with family on different holidays, whether it's Easter, Cinco de Mayo, Christmas, Halloween, whatever, Thanksgiving. Um, We could just go with Fat Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo, St. Patrick's Day, you know, the good holidays. There is groundhogs. Well, I was I was specifically hitting the alcoholic holidays. It's like groundhogs day. It's like the four horsemen of alcoholism. (laughs) (laughs) So, what kind of drinks would we drink on? See now, for anybody who doesn't know, here in the tavern, Andrew and I celebrate Groundhog's Day um, because it's an awesome holiday and nobody else gets it. And of course, we do trade the traditional Groundhog's Day gift. Of sausage. And Ed, do you remember why sausage is the traditional gift? No, do tell me. Because it's ground hog. That's right. That's right. But we exchange a gift on that day because it's silly and stupid and we have a good time with it. Creating our own tradition. So, if we were going to drink on Groundhog's Day, what would be the traditional Groundhog's Day drink? Bloody Mary with bacon. Do you know what? With a good smoked bacon, that might not be bad. I know. And it huh. goes well with sausage. <laughs> it does. Okay, so people bitch about family, but they want to get together with family on holidays. Now, what, Andrea? What do you got? Like, why? That's it. Just why? Why what? If you're going to bitch and hate it, why do it? Right. That's something I learned at a very young age. Wait a minute. If I don't have a good time hanging out with my family, why am I going to hang out with them? I think Ed joined the military to get away from his family on the holidays. True. (laughs) (laughs) And it's only because he had personal responsibility that he hung out with him at all in the past 10 years. It was familial. Well, since the time I joined the military, I've been left the military with retail for a while. 
and then went into the security industry, why would they end working anyway? So what's the big deal? It's true. So, uh, yeah, what I, what I was looking at with this topic, because, you know, we're 15 minutes in and we're kind of already running dry, is... Yeah, we are. Absolutely. But so many people get bitter about the holidays for reasons that are very solvable. Mm. You know, if you don't like shopping for the Christmas decorations, then go in after the holiday, buy it on clearance, and put it away for 12 months. No, I, it's not shopping for the Christmas decorations. It's putting the damn things up. Taking them down. Yeah. Well, we don't. That's why we have lights everywhere. <laughs> but I like the lights. I like see. I like Christmas time because in the sales of the little twinkly blue lights, I love those sitting outside. You know, in the springtime in the summer with the little blue tw- twinkle lights. Yeah, and, and to be clear, we don't have Christmas lights up, and we don't have a Christmas tree still up. Um, but uh-huh. we decorate super simply. For the holidays too so it is easy to put up and take down mm-hmm. and because that was one of our frustrations we're you know busy working and living real life it's exhausting to take a whole day to decorate a lot when you're going to take it down <coughs> excuse me take it down four to six weeks later yeah so, well and we have cats that's true too so we don't actually have a tree anymore because with as many cats as we have mm, no in climate so now, does Garland around the, you know, around the um, living room, ceiling. Yeah, yes, and with Garland with lights and the instruments around. Pretty. I, I do lazy land decorations. You know, Christmas time I have my cinnamon scented pine cones. Okay, I've decorated. No, and I'm good with that. By the way, I, time. I love those. Do you make your own? Yeah, we do make our own. You know, Halloween time, I have a little miniature pumpkins and gourds all around the house. And then after Halloween, too, we can them. So, yeah, I, I do my lazy man. Oh. You can the um, gourds and pumpkins? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you eat those? Yeah, just spice them up with some cinnamon and can them. They're really good. i never eaten gourds before. <laughs> I had a cat named Gord. He was like 20 pounds. We could have ate him. Well, I mean, I grow those because I like them. Yeah, you do. Okay. And they last forever. There's still like six on the porch from last Halloween. Probably. Yeah, but I just threw them in the compost, so. Okay, Dan throws in FaceTime family during the holiday. That way, when you had enough, say bye. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh-oh, internet connection. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry, the dog okay. is about to trip over the wire. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Kick. Yipe. You Disconnect. <laughs> he just put socks on one of his kids' ears and make them run around on all fours barking. <laughs> like they did with Rudolph. <laughs> to hide that he was a rain? No? Nobody? Really? Okay. That song makes me sad. Who do you think would win in a fight between Rudolph and Bambi? Rudolph. I think Bambi, hands down, because he's got those anger issues about watching his mom die. So he's he's got to let this shit out. I don't know. Rudolph was, you know, bullied until they needed him. 
<laughs> See, Dan says, Rudolph, Bambi is all bones. Here's what I'll say. Bambi eventually got full-grown stag with a rack. Rudolph can fly. Right. Rudolph has the aerial advantage. So this is tough. He wouldn't shit right on. <laughs> that is not winning the fight. <laughs> I speak from experience. <laughs> oh, Dan was clarifying. I meant Bambi is dead. Rudolph is dead, too, okay? You don't hear about him anymore, do you? Uh-huh, at Christmas. <laughs> Those are old songs. There's no new Rudolph songs. Because Rudolph <laughs> became venison, and then Ed canned him. <laughs> He's on the shelf. <laughs> First Santa canned him, then Ed did. <laughs> you, Im you, you imagine... Rudolph, as a senior citizen, just his nose is blinking left all the time and he doesn't realize it. And <laughs> no? Oh, it's hard. It's uh... Next movie. <laughs> hey, Peter, how are you? Good to see you. Thank you for your bits, Hello, buddy. Mm. This has gone really weird. Yeah. Really weird yeah, absolutely. It's a, but yeah, people that bitch about holidays and they're getting bitter about it, they look at us with our attitudes and go, oh, you're bitter about the holidays, which we're not. We've come to terms with how to handle the holidays, like FaceTime with your family if you're going to deal with your family. And by the way, you know when you get annoyed when somebody sends you that massive Facebook greeting that they sent to 50 other people, that same text, you know how you fix that? Mm -hmm. Just don't answer. Problem mm -hmm. solved. I gave up Facebook. You do what? I gave up Facebook, so I don't have to worry about it. It wasn't even for Lent. It was for frustration. Because I just, yeah. Okay. Peter, sorry you're having a rough night. Uh, hope everything turns out okay there. It's... Yeah, that's interesting. Right. Yeah, I know, right? It's it's one of those kind of nights. I'm going to drink a little more and see if we can spice up the topic here. Well, so you came to hang out with us. This is great. That's true. Bonus. Bonus content of Peter. It's uh But yeah, I've so, never Yeah, go ahead, Andrea. Okay, so do you think this is just um, an American thing? Do you think they go through all this with other countries where it's like, oh, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it? Because I know other countries have different holidays also. Do you think they feel obligated to do it whether or not and be miserable? I'm pretty sure they do. I imagine, you know, with that color powder India holiday, some people are like, I don't want to go out and get hit face in the in the face with this colored powder on holly day it's holly it is um but i'm pretty sure for oktoberfest on the other hand everybody's like no i'll be drunk in a few minutes it's good i'll go it's uh yeah it's but yeah i think it's just human nature but i just don't understand people who put themselves in a situation where they're going to feel like they're unhappy or suffering and I used to. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
you do hear those, oh, I'm dreading going to so-and-so's house this time. Don't go. Mm-hmm. Don't go. You're not going. Say no. Andrew? Yeah, okay, and I, I love to deck for all the holidays. It's just, it's not, it's not feasible now with the cats. Andrew also loves to we still- bake for the holidays. I'll bake. And then we'll take 10% of what she bakes and put it in our fridge or our cabinet, and we'll take the rest and split it between the two of us and take it to work and give it to people. Because we don't want to eat all of it. She just wants to bake. She enjoys baking. (laughs) And, of course, it's always nice. By the way, uh, this past Christmas for my work party, I made mulled apple cider and mulled cranberry juice. And, like, only one person tried it. Nobody else tried it. And, like, when we came back after our little weekend or whatever it was, people were like, oh, man, I heard about this stuff. I'm like, that's what I brought. And they're like, really? I didn't try any. I'm like, that's on you. I brought it home and drank it for a week. It was great. (laughs) I like it. See, Peter says, drinking is how I cope with holidays where I cannot avoid my family. Emily goes nuts with baking cookies for Christmas. It's a joy. It's a delight. Um, Oh, see, your family eats it, though. Between us and the kids, they don't last long. See, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Well, and I think everybody should do their own thing, but it's become so commercialized, and people get so angry, so angry, if they don't get the newest, baddest thing at the time, or Mm -hmm. even for, like, Easter or whatever, if they don't get their kid that that thing, or flip the basket with hundreds of dollars worth of stuff, they feel... It's like all the media and everything is worthless because you didn't do this. Failed as a parent. When did you start having yeah. to buy presents for children on Easter? The fuck did that happen? No. Okay. And, and yeah, I know you. Chocolate bunny and some of those marshmallow eggs and pollen. Yeah, and jelly beans if you're lucky. Ed, give me a second. I know you had something else to add to this. So hold that thought. Don't lose it. <clears throat> um, a little while ago. When Easter came around, I was talking to somebody at work. I'm like, so, did you get your kid one of the store-bought Easter baskets? Or did you go buy a basket in the grass and put it together yourself? And they're like, we put our own together. I'm like, that's great. Because we look at these Easter baskets in the store and we go, that's pretty cool. Till you buy one and realize what cheap-ass dollar store crap is in that $20 basket. And it's not even... And packaging to make it look pretty. Right. And it's cheap ass crappy candy, too. It's not even good candy. And it's like the crappiest squirt gun there could be or whatever. <clears throat> and uh see that's very cool. Peter says, best Christmas gift I get each year is the stuff em- Emily hand knits for me. Yeah. Which uh see the clock? Cool. See the bats uh symbol behind Andrea? <laughs> Our first Christmas, he made that for me. And she still brags about it, but she did brag about, you know, the vacuum cleaner I bought her this year, too. So. <laughs> like, he made me that, and I made him a Fozzie Bearskin rug. It's true. It's And I, I think, especially for something like Easter or <clears throat> Valentine's Day, I, I think part of the fun is going 
picking out the hodgepodge stuff and putting it together to create something unique and special. If you, you know, I get it. If your kid, if your grandkid lives across the country, to send him a pre-made Easter basket, cool. You're showing a little thought. You're showing a little interest. Great. But there is, I think, such a value, and kids don't get it. And by kids, but if you mm-hmm. like that's your failure. If you don't spend a certain amount or do a certain thing, that's a problem. You can get them whatever you want, but don't feel like a failure because you didn't get the biggest, baddest thing. It's true. Also, a bright side. Now that all the kids are, what are you showing right there? Give it a second to focus. Oh, there's a Fozzie bearskin rug. Um, and by the way, now that Andrea and uh, my kid, each of our kids have grown and left the house. Andrea's getting bigger items in the sense that... Isn't it good? What's that? You got that penis enlarger, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> because it's, uh, oh, my God. What do you mean? African or European? Why? Um, Werdewin says, One of the best Christmas gifts I've ever received was a painting made by Cloud and his kid. Put it on my front door to scare away solicitors. <laughs> I'm really curious what that is. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a great value too. Because uh, Peter yeah. says, both my parents are on fixed incomes, retirement, Social Security. So we don't expect gifts for us or the kids from them, just enough to see them. So this this is, if you enjoy family, Take that as a gift first and foremost, that chance to get together. You know what my favorite holiday is out of all the commercialized holidays? Thanksgiving. Because there's no gifts. It is getting together, hanging out, eating some good food, and bullshitting a lot. My favorite holiday. That's right. Uh, Now, for some people, it also means football. For other people, it means way too many dishes. Because stop trying to impress people. Just get the food out. You know, you can make it pretty, you can make it delightful, but we're really there to hang out, bullshit, drink and eat. Um, And I think people forget this. And when you have a Christmas party, it shouldn't be about the gifts. Gifts can be included. Okay, hold on, shifting gears. Peter says we made gifts for everyone with the kids. Last year we made ornaments. There was one year on a budget. I went and got brown foam paper. What's it called? Is it called foam paper? Am I think? Okay. And I cut out gingerbread men. And then I got puffy paints. So I spent like 20 bucks. And we made like 40 ornaments of different superhero gingerbread men. Yeah. Where, you know, we had the gingerbread man. And then we put like a cape on it and the S on it. And the little curl of the hair. And different colored puffy paints. And, um... Then we got a bunch of hollow ornaments because you could buy clear plastic ornaments, filled them with some glitter and some paint, swirled it around, and then printed out stickers on the computer of different superhero symbols and put them on the ornaments. So now we had geeky ornaments. And one year, I, I'm really into sugar skulls. I made sugar skull superhero ornaments at a boat. So, yeah. And I tell you what. 30 years from now, your kid is going to look back at that handmade ornament with more affection and fondness than that $20 Hallmark ornament. 
Made gingerbread men with missing limbs and red frosting for Halloween. That's beautiful. See, the ginger... I feel like the gingerbread men... The fake gingerbread men that I made out of the foam rubber or foam sheets or whatever they are. I feel like you could do that for every holiday. And just, you know... Oh, yeah. Keep one wreath up year-round and just decorate it with different types of gingerbread men on your front door. <laughs> or whatever. See, and this is the kind of stuff that makes me smile about a holiday. Doing this dumb shit. Oh, one Thanksgiving? Andrea had an idea. You want to tell this story, Andrea? Uh, Is this a paper? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so I don't know if many of you are old enough to remember. (laughs) When you're in elementary school and and, uh, Thanksgiving holiday comes around, you are told to bring brown paper bags you know, paper bags to school and you would cut them into like little vests and, and the little headband with feather for Indian and then the little hats for the pilgrim. Yeah, I made made those and me and Travis and the kids that's like you have to wear these. And we all gathered on the couch and took like selfie pictures of all of us in this dumbass paper bag. I'm sorry, did you say racist? Is that what you said there, Ed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cultural appropriating brown paper bag clothes. It's, uh, by the way, Ed, I recently read an article. I think somebody dropped it in my Discord, and I think I shared it over there, where they, people are now complaining that sheet music yeah. is... is is not multicultural enough. It's too white. And it should be changed. Moving right along. All right. So I just want to say the hardest part about doing that for Thanksgiving is finding paper bags. Nobody uses paper bags anymore. We used to use them to cover school books and everything. Oh, I used to love brown paper bag. Um, school book covers. Everybody else had the yeah. pretty fancy yeah. shiny ones. I had these brown ones that I could draw on and everything. And um, these yeah. And, and by the way, what was the other cool thing? Oh, Andrea and I, <clears throat> since we've gotten together, we'll buy some colorful Christmas wrapping, but we also buy a roll of brown paper and twine. And quite often, we will wrap our Christmas presents in brown paper and twine, especially if we're bringing them to somebody else. Because everybody's got all these big, pretty wrappings. That's kind of like old world Christmas, you know? Right. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, what is this song? Some of my favorite things. Brown paper packages tied with string. Mm -hmm. So I do that. Mm -hmm. And then I have my wax seals, and I make the little cards, and then I use the wax seal and stamp to do cards on it. And there was now one that's put <laughs> She made her own picks to put on things. Picks that, for anybody who's not of the internet age, we might remember the little plastic holly or evergreen sprigs that you'd buy at Michael's Arts and Crafts, and you could buy a whole like ten for a, a dollar or ten for ten dollars or whatever, and you could put these on and kind of give somebody an ornament or a little decoration to go with their present that they could put on their tree next year. And, by the way, I will point out, you could also put a superhero gingerbread man made out of foam sheet and puffy paint on each one of those presents and give them to somebody. Happy birthday. I'm like the gingerbread man pimp. 
You are. By the way, I we do. We can make tavern, tavern gingerbread men. Yeah, we could. By the way, Ed, I did make a Nick Fury, a Sam Jackson Nick Fury gingerbread man. He's got a little gun and everything, which then peeled off of him and stuck to the back of his head. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that was not very good was Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt looked like an angry pile of shit. And so did the ornament. <laughs> it was perfect. That's all I can say. And there are times people will like pick up the Yoda gingerbread man and go, is this a goblin or Yoda? And I'm like, depends what your nerd yes. is. Yeah. yeah, it could be either one. Present garnish, very true word of one. <sighs> you know, and for anybody that says they don't have time to make all this, we've already addressed the money thing because a lot of this could be made super cheap. As for time, you just give up something else. You give up Netflix for one or two nights, or you do it in front of Netflix. Yeah, we we turn on Christmas movies and do stuff. So, or other you know, movies, whatever the holiday movie. Christmas movies, like Santa versus a Snowman, which has a ton of Star Wars references in it, or Die Hard. I love Die Hard. That's ultimate Christmas movie. Ultimate Christmas. <laughs> so I guess we've kind of <clears throat> blew past the whole thing of people who are bitter by ho- bitter about holidays, whether it's because of commercialism right. or family. They're doing it wrong. That's on them. They're doing it wrong. Eat food, cook food, eat food together. That's what our holidays are about. Because we are foodies, and Teresa loves. 18th century cooking and old world cooking. So that's what we usually do on a holiday. She tries, tries to find an old world dish that people would have eaten for that holiday and recreate it. Every Easter, we usually have roasted rabbit. It's pretty good. Nice. Uh, Wordwin says, I'm rather fond of the 10-hour HD fireplace videos on YouTube. <clears throat> yeah. it's We put those on, too. And we, we'll usually mute them because we're playing our own music and they only have like 10 songs on a loop. But I did find some really pretty ones this past year, didn't I, Andrea? With, like, the snow scenes and stuff of different log cabins, and it just cycled through those. It was very nice. And all the music, there was one guy that did three different videos. It was all his own orchestra music that he wrote, composed, and I guess performed or had performed or whatever. And that was very awesome. So next year, it may be your ditch playing hmm? we'll, we'll have didgeridoo and bagpipe music for christmas hmm. okay that came through on this end is your dick playing <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, That's what is that <laughs> welcome to the tent <laughs> it's uh i got sidetracked there was something else i was getting all excited about um oh our christmas ritual for thanksgiving we used to always invite people over and this past year for like the past three years, we're like, no, we're done. No more inviting people. We love our friends, but we just didn't feel like babysitting because that's what it felt like some years. Um, so we we just did our own little thing. It was very nice. But for Christmas, minus this past year because nothing was open, to avoid all that Christmas stuff, Andrea and I would sleep in. 
we'd get up and dress up in whatever we wanted to, sometimes 1930s, sometimes, you know, Victorian, whatever. Depends on the weather. <laughs> right. We'd go to a Chinese buffet, eat our fill, and then go to a movie on Christmas Day. And when everybody's like, oh, I had all this, and it was so hectic, and I had all this, we're like, went to a Chinese buffet and a movie. It was great. Well, ever since, the, you know, the movie uh, A Christmas Story, where mm. the dog eats the turkey and they have to go to the Chinese restaurant because it's the only thing open. Ever since seeing that when I was little, I'm like, that's what I want to do. Now I do. Though we did have to skip it this year because there's no theaters or Chinese rest buffets open. So, we made year. our own this year. <clears throat> it's true, we did, didn't we? <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> we went and got, well, I made, I think I made, like, stir-fry, but then we also got, like, steamed dumplings that we made and egg rolls, you know, just Roll. frozen ones, cooked them in the Beans air fryer. And pizza, you know. Yeah, I said if we're going to make our own Chinese buffet, we have to have one cheap-ass pizza also, because they always have that at a Chinese buffet. <laughs> But we we didn't make French fries and pizza. And then we set up, you know, like three or four movies in a row and just filed through the movies. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, holidays are meant for celebrating, enjoying life, whatever that means, and, drink. and drinking. And well, so and the thing is, because work in retail... I may have that holiday off, but I have to get up at the butt crack of dawn to go back to work the next day. Mm. That's true. December 26th is as big a work day on retail as December 24th. Just in the other yeah. direction. Take this cart to put stuff back. What about you, Ed? Any other holiday things now that you don't have to deal with family like you used to? No, eating, drinking. Okay. That's it. <laughs> we got anything else to talk about, or should we wrap this up? I'm good. We need this. We need a closing oh. toast. I don't know. Kind of a standard go-to toast, you know. Here's the small things in life. Figure out what makes you happy, and do those things. Now let's see what dumbass shit Cogsley comes up with. Cogsley's quote oh. to toast is, "Oh, there we go." From E. B. White. Very. <laughs> Prejudice is a great time saver. You can form opinions without having to get the facts. <laughs> Isn't that a volatile mm. statement right now? Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that pizza. Yeah, word of win for everybody on the podcast says a Chinese buffet I used to go to had the most awesome pizza. It was cooked by the slice, and the slices had depressions in the middle for extra sauce, and the dough was almost more like a pastry. It was crispy rather than oily. Very good. Well, let's say good night to everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. And here we go.
Before we go, I want to remind everyone that you can email us at talktothetavernshow at gmail.com to let us know your thoughts on the show's topic, suggest another topic that you'd like to hear us discuss, or just have us read a message out on air to someone in your life. Thanks for supporting the show by downloading the podcast, sharing it on social media, grabbing some shirt stickers and mugs from bit.ly slash tavern merch, or barware patches and hats from bit.ly slash tavern merch too. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash tavern merch or tavern merch and the number two. Thanks to everyone who joined us live at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk and everyone who supports the Tavern by subscribing, hosting, throwing bits, raids, and most of all commenting. Thanks for joining us in the discussion of shenanigans tonight. You are the one thing that makes the show what it is. Don't forget to join us at the Tavern next week. Until then, have fun, keep learning, and be good to one another. Now, raise your glass in good cheer. Enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every night. This holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org holiday. That's childrensnational.org holiday. With MailChimp, you get more than a URL. You get an all-in-one marketing platform to help drive sales. With things like data-driven recommendations and powerful automation tools. Get started today at MailChimp.com smartmarketing. MailChimp, built for growing businesses.